I'm Sarah Lindquist from Fuse. We're an early stage venture firm based right here in the Pacific Northwest. And just like the founders in our portfolio, we are just getting started. We believe that founders deserve more, more urgency, more community, more expertise, more reliability, more of everything. And we aim to deliver. Join me as I introduce each of our portfolio companies in the Fuse family to date. Today, you'll hear from Doug Logan, co-founder and CEO of Ariel. Join us to learn about Doug's prior experience serving startups in mid-market M&A at k Gates and how the pain from the masses of clerical work inspired his vision for Ariel. Speeding up financing rounds and creating legal cost savings for founders is what inspired his mission from the start. Let's get started. Doug, thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. To start things off, I would love for you to just share a bit about Ariel um, and share a bit about how it's helping customers today. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, the company is named Ariel. I'm the co-founder and uh, CEO. And in my previous life, the company is really born out of my last job, which was as a corporate attorney. I spent about five and a half years helping startups, everything from formation through to exit and the financing rounds in between and really helping kind of guide them through the path of that life and managing all of their corporate documents. So we like to help companies utilize and manage all of the data essential to scaling and running a company. And for us, that really means all of your legal documents, all of your corporate information, all of the stuff that you drop into a folder and forget where it is, and then all of a sudden need it. And then especially when you go to raise money, making sure that all of that stuff is tied out, all of your T's are crossed, I's are dotted, yes. so you get your fundraising round closed. Talk to us about your background. So your time on the other side as a lawyer, your time at K&L Gates, and you mostly worked with small and mid-market businesses, as you said, pain points and how that all really led to building Ariel. I spent most of my time working with startups, but I also did a bunch of work at mid-market M&A. And for us yeah. at K&L Gates in the Seattle office, that was about $50 million on the smaller side, up to $500 a billion kind of on the larger side. What was interesting about that is we worked with a lot of tech companies, obviously, being located here in Seattle. And so I got to see a bunch of the kind of thorny or sticky issues the companies grew into from when they were little. And I got to take a bunch of that practice experience and then give it to the early stage startups to say, hey, here's why you want to take care of item X today, because it turns into a big problem down the road and can kill a financing or you know, even an M&A exit. I'm curious what you've seen from your seat in terms of how startups have been managing this. Any anecdotes to share from that? The scarcest resource that founders have is their time, right? And what they're focused on and really making sure that you're getting the reps on product, making sure that you're getting the reps on your sales market and how your go-to-market strategy and your sales funnels. And then maybe third is building out your team as well, right? But really in the background of all that is a bunch of paperwork and a bunch of things that need to happen to make sure that you can actually focus and spend your time doing that. I think one of the things that happens is founders know that this is an issue and know that they need to be taking care of it, but it keeps getting bumped down the to-do list over and over, day after day, week after week, right? So attorneys love our product. And the thing that I talk to them about and that I hear from them over and over again is, hey, this makes so much sense. I can't tell you about how many times we've had a startup go through. Maybe they raise a little bit of money early on as like some safe notes and they go in for their first price round and they're missing 83 Bs. They're missing IP assignment agreements. 
They're missing a bunch of the back end nuts and bolts that allow investors to feel comfortable investing down into their companies. And deals do get killed over this stuff. Like if you don't have your 83B filed as a founder, it really matters. And it really matters for the folks that want to put in money to your company later down the road. And it's not a mistake that's easy to fix. And so one of the things that we do is it's almost like a compliance platform for you to make sure that you know that you have everything you're supposed to have as your company continues to grow. And we just kind of sit in the background, making sure that everything, all those boxes are checked and that you're ready to go. So tell me a bit about your co-founder, Michael, and the rest of the team. And as you've been building out the team and building the culture, how would you describe it? We're a very curious company and we're always looking to understand more about the problem that we're solving, our use cases, our underlying users. Our platform kind of sits in between a founder and their lawyers. And so we really need to understand both of those profiles really well and what drives both of them. The underlying economics that both of them are looking at, whether it's a fundraise or on the attorney side, their billable hours and how they're solving this problem today. And I think that what we've done a really good job of is going out and getting our user interviews and really diving deeply into what drives the current setup today and how we can make it better. A little bit of background on Michael and the rest of the team. Michael was a founder himself, which is fantastic. So he understands the problem firsthand. We went to high school together. He actually went to Princeton, got his PhD at Princeton, applied math. He's been doing machine learning from forever, was a Wall Street quant, was kind of in the first wave, working at some different companies on the West and East Coast. And so when he saw this problem, you know, this is before kind of the new wave, second wave of ML came and he recognized it right away. And he was like, okay, we have these huge data sets. We have all of these documents. What do you need me to do? We just need to sort and organize and pull information out of them. And I'm like, yeah, is that even possible? And he's like, oh, that problem's been solved. We can do that right now. Like, let's get going. So it was really, it was really great. So on that topic with you and Michael, the startup journey is hard and it obviously comes with all of its ups and downs. And so what would you say at a high level keeps you going? I think me in particular, having lived the problem in my last job and having seen the founders go through it and seen them struggle with it and understanding that we have the technology now to fix this problem. It really doesn't mm -hmm. need to be there. The only reason is it exists is because nobody's come along and given a solution for it. The problem is very solvable. And I think one of the things that keeps us up at night is like, we just want to be doing it faster and better and taking over of more of the market with our solution. It is in a space where it's like, oh man, is there a need? Is there a market? How's it going to happen? Who's going to come in and take that over? And so I think one of the things that keeps us going, one, having lived it, and then two, out talking with attorneys and talking with startups and seeing them adopt the product and use the product and give us feedback about how much better it's making their lives is like, we just want to keep going. We just want to keep going faster. So I think that that kind of drives us. And in some of those moments where, you know, a preferred partnership falls through or somebody gets mm -hmm. excited and then doesn't follow up. I think the thing that keeps us motivated is that we're still getting all of this great feedback and all of these great yeses and people signing up and using it. So what right now do you need more of? How can anyone listening, tuning in, how can they help get involved? What's your ask? Right now, we've just been pushing out, I would say over the past couple of months, we've really extended our reach out to more folks. And so what we did is we kept the user group pretty tight for a little while. And now we're just trying to get out in front of more and more startups. So if you are a startup, please feel free, reach out to us. We would love to get you a free trial of the product. If you have friends that are um, running startups, we'd love to talk to them. If you're in the legal community and you touch any part of startup or corporate law, we'd love to get in front of you and show you how we can make your life a little bit better. 
That's awesome, Doug. Well, thank you so much for the time and really excited to see how Ariel just becomes just mission critical platform. Thank you for the time. And uh, it was so great to be with you. Sarah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you are a startup, please reach out to Doug to get access to a free trial of the product. And if you come from the legal side, also be sure to reach out so you can get access. We at Fuse are also happy to get you connected as well if you reach out to info at fuse.vc. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you on the next one.